The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. You're listening to the Ricky and Claude Wrestling Show. Listener discretion is advised at all times. And thank you once again for downloading and listening to another episode of the Rickett and Clive Wrestling Show, part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. My name's Clive, and I am joined by Ricky. Hello, Ricky. How are you this, tonight? Uh, I'm doing well yourself. All right, thank you. Uh, and we have a returning guest and friend of the show, Chairshot Radio and Outsiders Edges, Rance Morris. How are you tonight, Rance? Well, I'm great if I wasn't sick. So, but other than that, I'm amazing. <laughs> well, we're glad you're sick because that means you can come on with us. That's the only time I can ever come on with you guys is I'm sick <laughs> or I have jury duty or some bullshit like that. So, if you were on jury jury duty, you could phone in while you're on the bench. I'm sure there are laws against oh, that. No, I so I have sleep apnea, so mm-hmm. they'll never pick me. Because I'll fall asleep on the bench, so if I ever go to jury duty, odds are I'll leave. I'll get end up saying, "Okay, you didn't make the twelve, so you can go home." And by that time, the day's half over. There's a sketch show sketch in there somewhere with that one. If I if I ever commit a crime in Houston, Texas, I'm definitely going to make sure you're on on one of one of the one of the folks <laughs> on the bench. Well, see, you should you shouldn't have said that on the pod. That's fine. That's admissible evidence. So, this Sunday is WWE's Evolution All Women's Pay Per View. We were going to give a sort of proper preview and predictions of that pay per view, but things have changed a wee bit. Um, Monday Night Raw, Roman Reigns came down and dropped a bombshell, advised everyone that he is for the second time battling leukemia. And it's kind of put a lot of things into perspective, brought things to a standstill, as it were. So I thought we'd just spend a bit of time talking about that tonight before we move on to sort of general current product, if that's all right with you guys. Mm-hmm. Ricky, yeah, of course. Uh, Ricky, what were your, how were you feeling about the announcement? If you don't mind, I'll let you and Rance start things off, and then I'll chime in. Rance? Well... Um, most of you know that I am one of the bigger, notable Roman wrestling Roman Reigns wrestling fans on the internet. Um, I'm a Shield Mark. Concurrently, that makes me a Roman Mark, and I've loved him from the very beginning. Um, I have had numerous fights, arguments, uh, whatever you want to call it, defending this man. For six years, I'm defending everything about him. I was fired from a podcast <laughs> over Roman Reigns. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not trying to be funny. Dead ass serious. Uh, because I like Roman. I stuck up for him. The dude didn't. Okay, cool. So, you know, to see your favorite wrestler um, 
have to deal with something so uh, medically taxing. And then to have the knowledge soon after that not only is he dealing with this, but this is his second time dealing with it, and you he never told anybody. Mm-hmm. And he's wrestled with the after effects of this for God, ever since he started? 11 years, whatever it is? It's, it's, it is, it's humbling. It puts things, it puts things in perspective. It puts life in perspective. It puts wrestling in perspective because, you know, we sit here and I mean, you have a podcast. I have two, you know, me, me and you both have columns. Um, we sit here and complain about wrestling all day long. And we're going to do that as soon as this is over. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. But we're complaining about things that ultimately don't mean shit. Yep. Because at the end of the day, both of all three of us are fathers. Both of y'all are husbands. And at the end of the day, I love you gentlemen like my brothers. And if anything happened to you, I wouldn't give a shit about this podcast. I wouldn't give a shit about none of this. I care about you. And ultimately... It makes you remember that boo, cheer, like, hate, push or no push. This man is a, is a man. He's a brother. He's a son. He's a father. And he is facing, I, I don't want to be morbid, but a fatal disease. Um, my love goes out to him. My thoughts go out to him. I am a religious man, so my prayers go out to him. And um, I really hope that this makes all of us as fans take a step back and reevaluate how we look at this business. Yes. You know, it's one thing to not like something or somebody, sure, but the vitriol with which, with which we may hate certain people, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. So yeah, Roman, get well soon, brother. Um, the pop he will get if and when he comes back will be the biggest pop in the history of wrestling. I mean that. That's no hyperbole. It's probably it's as you say, it's an if and when, and hopefully it does happen at some point in the near future. Um, I mean, see, apart from the Dean Ambrose heel turn at the end, I don't really have a clue what happened on Raw. Because I, re- I was reading it up, just my usual routine is I'll get up in the morning and read the results and then watch it later on. And I was just reading it, I thought, what is going on here? So I was just in a bit of a fog and a haze and wasn't really in the mood for reading the rest of the results of or watching it. I did watch the segment later on and the dot .com video <coughs> that they had later on. And it was just really sad and, as you say, it put things into perspective it was very brave for him to come out and do that, especially when it started off with all those booze and stuff. And he, he had a, a wry smile on his face. I don't know if he was thinking, well, he's, he probably enjoyed hearing those booze, actually, because he's like, I'm, this is going to be the last time I'll be out here for a while, so I'm just going to soak it all up and cut the promo of his life that night. Just, it's hard to put into words the emotion that's going through it. I mean, I know it's someone I don't know personally, but it's someone that's in a an entertain a form of entertainment that I watch a lot. So seeing so it's like basically someone like your favourite actor or your sports your 
sports personality that's battling an illness, so it's hard to process. And <clears throat> just I hope the very best for him. And he's got a young family as well, and it's going to be tough a tough journey ahead for them. So with things like this, wrestling takes a back seat. We've got a guy who's battling, battling for his life now, so I just hope the very best for him. Okay. I, um, I I don't talk or let people know too much about what's going on in my private life and things like for instance you both know um, what's happened like quite family wise in the last sort of 18 months or so in regards to my sister um, <clears throat> she so when when Roman comes down and makes the announcement, it like it kind of hit home. It sort of brings back the memories of what my sister went through, and luckily she survived and she was in remission. Um, um like when when he comes down the street, close straight away, you think there's something not right. Like I think we all kind of saw reports saying he was in, he was hurt, he was injured. And you kind of wish that was true as opposed to what he came out and said. Um, what I will say is um, he was first diagnosed with leukaemia when he was, what, 21, 22 or something along those lines. He, you are never 100% healthy after when you go through something like that. Um, when you go through chemotherapy, like ultimately you're just putting really bad toxic inside your body to deal with the bad stuff that's in there and the amount of damage that will do inside the amount of scarring it will leave etc and even just sort of touching on my sister like I like she has in remission but she'll never be the same that she once was like you, you just know she's always going to have some sort of health issue and to think this guy worked a full time wrestling schedule for what 8, 9 years or however long, however long it was after suffering something like that, just shows you how truly great of a person and how how much he loved doing what he'd done. Um, like you say, make no mistake about it. Um, when people talk about all oh, they're fighting for a life, etc., he is legitimately fighting for his life. Um, in three six months, you know, God no, goodness knows what could happen um, if and when he does come back. Like Rand says, like he's just the pop well, can't be rivaled. I don't think. Like when you think of some of the most historic pops when people coming back, like Triple H at MSG, for instance, Roman's the, the noise that people are going to make is going to be unbelievable. He will be universally loved. He will be forever a babyface. I don't think he'll ever be booed again. Um, and I think <laughs> the fact that well, <laughs> maybe um, yeah. I think that he could have, or WWE could have touched on it before. He's a he's a cancer survivor. If they were that desperate to get him over, but it just shows you what he didn't want to use that, or WWE didn't want to use that, and it just shows you that he didn't want to kind of go down sort of a cheap way to get over. If you know what I mean. Um, so I, I you sort of have to tip your hat to them for that. Um, 
Like I says, who knows when we'll see him again. It could be, for all we know, we might see him again in about a year's time. I think it's more likely you're probably going to have to wait until about 2020 to see him again. Um, yeah, it's just, it's it's sad. You know, he's like I said, he's, he's our age. He's only a year or two older than us, three. I know. Um, kids, wife. Um, yeah, I, I don't think anyone saw that coming at all. Uh, it was it was quite it was it was very difficult to watch, um, and then you just saw the raw emotion of Seth Rollins especially, but Dean Ambrose who you don't really see kind of showing much emotion, but you could see how badly he was trying to hold it together as well. Um, Somebody said it perfect. It wasn't Roman, Seth, and Dean. Yep. It was Joe, Colby, and John. Yep. And yep. and and to touch on what Clive says, like. <laughs> By watching people on the TV and just sort of seeing interviews or podcasts, like yeah, we don't personally know them, we're not friends with them, but you kind of you feel like you kind of have an idea who they are, and you kind of feel like you are friends. Uh-huh. So it's you know, and not once did it ever come up that he was a cancer survivor. Um, like you say, it's, it's it's a very very long tough road for him, and you know, I just you just have to pray and hope. That the treatment works, and I, I like personally, I don't care if I see him back in a, a ring again. You just kind of hope that he recovers from it, and that's it. I mean, I would personally, if I was him, I might even come back for one last promo and say, "That's me done. It's now time to just sort of focus on family, etc." I'm, I'm healthy once I go healthy as can be. But yeah, I don't. I just don't know if and when if we will see him again. I mean the the outpouring of support that he got from the the locker oh, room. Man. Like, see, even yeah. even with the likes yep. of Alistair Black, all the cruiserweights have come out and said that they were very yep. support. He was very supportive of them in the early days of two hundred five and stuff like that. And, well, he's the real locker room leader. Yeah. Yep. yeah. One of the one of the sort of beautiful might not be the right word, but one of the one of the like great things to come like there's nothing great of it comes but you he- now you're starting to hear all these stories about him from backstage and like you said the Alistair Black one I read something on and I can't remember the man's Twitter but he basically was he was at Seth Rollins Wrestling Academy and he'd finished up and he, and he was saying um, yeah, the wrestling boots yep and he did repair wrestling boots and he asked Seth he's like I've got no money but I'm trying to find boots and he was like hold on Roman's got a pair that he's trying to sell Roman just asked like is he a good brother and Seth goes he is and Roman gave him the boots for nothing and says, you keep these in foot further down the line when someone else needs them, then you you do the same thing. Like I say, it's, just, it's little stories that are starting to come out that make you realise just how great of a person he actually is. And and when, when people like Chris Jericho are putting him over, when Nakamura recently came out a few weeks back saying he's Roman Reigns is the one person yeah. he would like to wrestle. That's the reason. A lot of, a lot, a lot of people think that, oh, that's WWE forcing their wrestlers to see these things but quite clearly what we've learned in the last sort of 48 hours is that's just not true at all it's very very well thought of I have I have never this might be hyperbolic I apologize if it is if it is somebody correct me I understand Uh, I'm a bit emotional but I never remember not only the outpouring of all wrestlers but the wrestlers from other companies and the companies themselves, New Japan, Ring of Honor, um, AAW, I, 
uh, IPW, all these other co- Staples Center. His picture is on the Madison Square Garden marquee right now. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm sure some of it became like popular. Well, they do it, and I want to do it because it's, you know I get that. I'm sure, but it had to come originally from a place of love. And it's one thing to say, "Hey, man, get well soon," <coughs> but like you said, most the stories. The stories that people are coming out with, the the, the real life anecdotes, um, you know, I, we've heard people call him the locker room leader, but very clearly, this this, this it was this man's locker room, and he, and I truly believe, as proven to us over, like you said, the past forty hours, he earned that spot. He didn't just come in and take it. He earned it. He earned yeah. the respect of his peers. Um, someone, I can't remember who it was. Uh, it might have been Eli Drake. Somebody who was with him in FCW said FCW was his locker room. So very clearly, he's a leader of men. And when you're a leader, a real leader of men, not somebody who pretends to be, but a real leader of men, you are a soldier more than you lead. Right? You have to be a man of something that I think he has more than a lot of people in the wrestling business, and that's integrity, right? And I mean, we're seeing it. And you know, I don't, I don't want to be. I, I told, I told, I told Clive that I had something controversial to say, and I don't really want to do it now because we've gotten super emotional. But it personally, it pisses me off that we've spent four years bitching about what's his push, you know, worthy. Or why his character sucks so bad. And now we're knowing what we know, not just what he's dealt with, but how the people fucking feel about him. And all the and all the response that people always used to say was, Well, like you said, well WWE's telling him to do that or such such and then, you know, I understand there are some people who just hated his character but they respected the dude. That's fine. But there are a bunch of people out here who wished death on this man or career-ending injuries on this man because they hated his character. So, how the fuck you feel now? You know what I mean? Like, for me, it was... A lot of people couldn't separate their hatred for the character from the actual wrestling ability. Like, you had some people who says, look, I don't like that he's main-evented, what was it, like, four WrestleManias in a row? Four WrestleManias. I don't like that, but I can also acknowledge he's still a good wrestler. Now, but I can't even lot, he's a good wrestler. Some of them, a lot of them couldn't even do that. Um, like I said, and you see, like you say, there's so many, like you say, companies have coming out. You've got people, wrestlers in different companies, whether it be Kenny Omega, whether it's Will Ospreay, a lot of British folk as well, coming out and saying things about Roman. Um, and I think... I saw a tweet as well that someone put out. I can't remember where, where, who it's from, but they were basically saying that not once did he uh, try and pull rank, or there was no sort of wrestling politics. He didn't try and um, put himself over other people. It was all just whatever was best for to quote which was best for business. Like he went along with it, and he would never. He never done what you a lot of the things that you heard from the eighties and nineties, um, where it was all just me, 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 me. It doesn't matter about the rest of the the guys and the company. Um, it was all about his own individual success. So a lot of people say that he he was a complete opposite. He was a, he was just all about the team, all about the company. Um, 
he might be the most light top guy ever. And I yeah. know that's going to sound crazy to a lot of his haters, but look at the facts. Yeah. That's true. Um, it, it, it's, it's it's just it's extremely sad. Um, like he says, he, he I like how he says that you know I'm not looking for sympathy and I'm the kind of guy that will crowd the what was a crowd the the baseball when life, analogy, when, yeah. life, when life throws when life throws a curveball I'm the kind of guy that'll stand in the batter's box choke and up sh- on the bat crowd the plate and swing for the fences and yeah, that. And- that remember how y'all felt when Brian said "fight for your dreams." Mm-hmm. That shit, what Roman said, is the greatest thing a wrestler's ever said to me. Because I, yeah, I hope I hope that's that, that promo. No matter what happens now, uh, you know, I think I hope that promo goes down as not so not as Roman admitted he has leukemia, but I would I would wish it's kind of remembered. The promo is "My name is Joe." And yeah. in, in the moment he said that, you just realised that oh goodness, something like he's about to say something terrible here. And hey, I want to applaud the crowd because they really wanted to just shit on him. Mm. Even one dude when he said he had leukemia, one dude screamed, "You still suck!" But then immediately the crowd was like, "Oh my god, this is real!" And then they, I, David Shoemaker is a writer. He's known as a mask man. He's a pretty prominent wrestling writer i mean he's sold books he has a well he had a very popular well yeah he still has a popular podcast he works on works for the ringer now which is a major website run by bill simmons so everybody knows of the masked man if you're in wrestling circles right he wrote a column right after it happened um talking about it and he said and this is so pointed to me he said it felt like the crowd as he was saying that just automatically just seemed to realize that the shit they had been doing for the past four years was dumb. Yep. And mm. realize, like, right before their eyes, that we should have appreciated this dude when we had him. Because there's a chance we might not have him again. Not saying from a morbid standpoint, he might not ever be wrestle- able to wrestle again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we spent the past four years of him being a singles guy, six years of being a, a main roster guy, debating. Is he worth his push when we haven't been saying, my God, in 30 years, we're going to miss seeing this dude wrestle. We're going to miss seeing this dude and, 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 the, and the, the, the passion he brings to the WWE universe. And we're going to miss this. I mean, think about it. He's a multi-time world champ. He's a Grand Slam champ. Won the United States. Well, I mean, not the United States. I'm sorry. Won the um, Royal Rumble. He uh, has the record in the Royal Rumble for most eliminations. He uh, won a damn near won a Survivor Series match by himself, eliminated four of the five people. You know what I mean? Main evented four WrestleManias. He's done everything there is to. Oh, I'm sorry. Just happened to be the anchor and one third of the what WWE has said the greatest faction ever. We're gonna regret not appreciating this dude when he's gone. At least every top guy. Good, bad, or indifferent. Even every guy that we've um, controversially felt about has gotten old and had a chance to be in their legend stage. Right now, John Cena, we appreciate him because he's so far past that point when he was super controversial that we can say, well, damn, man, that dude did it for 12 years straight. I appreciate him. 
We're, we might not have the chance to do that for Roman. Rock got a swan song. Austin got a swan song. Taker is still in his swan song, right? Mm-hmm. All of them got it. Roman might not have that. Yeah. Um. I mean, I know it's. I wouldn't say it's exactly controversial, but I would like to think it's a conversation we don't need to have where people are have their tail between their legs, because it should it should go without saying that. A bit of hindsight now is like maybe that was a bit uncalled for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I said, I think everything that you're hearing, and it's not just like because people are feeling sorry for him or anything like that. It's more so like like the stories you're starting to hear and the way people thought or think of him and how much he'd done backstage. It's like well, now people are starting to realise well, oh maybe he wasn't just maybe he wasn't Vince's boy all along. Maybe he yeah. actually earned this spot by just being a real, <coughs> being a real good guy. Um, yeah, what he got. And that's not what, a negative. That's that's not a negative thing. Like, you know what you say. I know some people think, oh, he's a company guy. Like that's a, that's a bad thing. It's not. It's just he's just a good guy. Being doing what he's what he's been asked to do. The the only thing that bothers me is the people who feel like they have to qualify it. Well, I hated Roman. I hated him as a character, but I wish Joe Annoy the best. Like, just wish him the best. Uh, yeah, exactly. And also, I hate. I, I've saw, <coughs> I've saw tweets saying things like, "Well, if you boo them, you've got no right to offer your sympathy." It's like, gosh, enough. Like, that's just I, nonsense. I will, I will, I will be honest. In the moment, now, mind <coughs> you, you have to understand my my situation. I have almost felt like I've been back against the wall fighting dozens upon dozens if not hundreds of people to fit in this man so in the moment i felt like that i did i came to my senses but it but it, it just feels ironic that you know you're trying to tell people everything that the world's telling you now but now you want to listen and so yeah it's wrong for us to, especially me who i again i was that guy it's wrong for us to say well you know you have no right to cheer him or to appreciate him now that's wrong. I can stand up and say that because I was that guy for like 10 minutes. But you have to understand the thought process behind that because, again, people were wishing death on this man because they didn't like the fact that he wrestled a main event at WrestleMania. They're just not well. Yeah, rest, wrestling, wrestling is not that important. It's not, but to some people, and, uh, you know what? I was gonna I was gonna name some Twitter names, like some prominent Twitter people who hate this man, but they don't deserve my fucking breath. But you, if you, I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. Some of them, like some of these prominent guys on YouTube and 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 got their own podcasts and stuff, who made a completely have made money and livings off of trashing Roman Reigns. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that YouTube saying, one. That YouTube one you're talking about. I don't follow he's a piece him. Of shit. I don't follow him on Twitter. He just pops up on our Twitter timeline. Timeline. I've blocked him, so I don't need to see him anymore. Um, like I said, I'm not going to name names either. But this dickhead comes from, I assume, New York because that's in his very clearly in his name. So yeah. fuck him, man. I don't understand why he watches wrestling. I don't think I've ever heard them say one positive thing whatsoever about WWE. Okay. It's like my, you you have nothing better to do on a Monday and Tuesday than just sit and depre- be depressed and just 
kill this company. But then again, like maybe that's how you're actually making some money or making some <laughs> having some recognition. So I don't actually have... I don't have a clue who right. you're talking about there. So I'm glad that I don't what... know. We'll tell you when we get out the you, Yeah, you'll know who it is. Okay. Yeah. But just to have a personal vendetta against a person you don't know. And not even and it's not like you have a vendetta against who he is, you have a vendetta against the character he's playing. You know, so we're about to we're gonna I'm sure right after this we're gonna talk about the Dean Ambrose Hill turn. So that would be like people truly hating Dean Ambrose because his character did something dastardly or Tommaso Ciampa. Right? But you know what I'm saying? But we appreciate the heels, but the faces who are doing good things, doing Make-A-Wish, standing up for um, uh, so, uh, breast cancer, right? And 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 doing all these Connors Cure, and doing all these things for the for the community and, and for people, but we're going to have a personal vendetta against him and make money off of him and, and do campaigns to hate him because you don't like a fucking character like that pisses me off and right now I am salty about that I am 100% because I have appreciated this man from the very beginning and, I've, and I've and i done everything in my, I've written columns, I've done podcasts I have guested on people's pods I've done everything possible to get people to fucking appreciate him to step outside of your fandom and to just look at him unbiasedly and say look, like him, hate him whatever, understand the point and now we might never get a chance to see him. So yeah, I'm salty. The the wrestling bashing is still going on. Not with Roman, with other wrestlers. It'll never stop. I've, I've, I've saw people tweet The Rock saying, why have you not come out and shown support for that Roman is, Reigns? That is interesting, though. That is interesting, though, Ricky. Because it'd be one... And, and again, it's not, again, it's not fair to force people to do this stuff. But that is his cousin, and he has been active on Twitter, so it's weird. No, it's I weird. get that. I get that. But I'm, I'm, like, as Clive will tell you, like, I, I have Facebook that has like twenty friends on it, and it's just people from the Wrestling Square Circle, because I've never had any kind of social media. Like, if I'm, if something happens to, like, if Clive's not well or anything that's going on in his life, I don't reach out to him in social media. If I'm close to someone, I'm going to do it privately. And almost as if... The impression you kind of get is that people... It's almost like people want... I don't know as if you need to justify yourself. Like, oh, well, so everyone realises, oh, look, I've done it, so I'll need to put it on social media. As if yeah. talking to them privately isn't good enough. And I understand, like, kind of suppose the flip side to it would be, like, if The Rock does it, all of a sudden, like, we, everyone understands just how huge cancer is, and Roman's a big star, but... If people see, look at that, The Rock's highlighting this now, maybe other outlets will pick up on it and, and it might bring more eyes on trying to tackle, trying to come up with a cure for cancer. Um, it's just vanity. It's all vanity. Uh, yeah, it's all vanity. Yeah. But, you know, bottom line, it's it was heartbreaking. I've watched the promo about at least eight or nine times. I watched the backstage video as well. Nia Jax just didn't want to let go of him at all. Um, Paul, Paul Heyman. Heyman, yep, Paul Heyman, like he goes way back. Um, Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman babysat him when he was a baby. Yep, they go way, way back. Uh, Braun Strowman as well, you know, put something out on um, Instagram, I think it was as well. Ray Wyatt called him his, called him the Batman to his yep. joke. If yep. that don't, oh. if that don't, if that don't do something to you, man. If that doesn't do something to you, dog. Like, oh my god. 
You know, I just like I say is I think I, th- I think we can all kind of see we all just we'd love to fast forward these next sort of 12, 18, 24 months or something just so we can. I, just, I don't even want to see him wrestle. It's just I just I would just that when he comes I, back, yeah, they are I, just. I, I want to see him wrestle one more match. I do. I, 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 I wouldn't I would mind just seeing it. to but... say, I'm well enough to do this. Yep. And if if he doesn't, and it's just a case of, look, I've been given all clear, I'm back in the mission, but I'm going to step away now. You know, I'm, I'm happy enough with that. Um, but like I say, they'll most likely probably be advertising his return, because, it, like I say, it's going to be treated as such a big deal, but... My goodness, that 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 pop is just—it's going to literally blow the roof off wherever they are. Yep, it will. If if you guys, we're all old enough to remember when Triple H came back. That's yep. one more thing I want to say before we get out of here. Before we before we move on, because I know we need to. And Clive is a very timely person. I don't want to break the time. That's okay. But I do want to say this, and I really want y'all to understand what I'm saying. We have seen people come back from terrible things, terrible personal tragedies, terrible injuries, the whole nine. I can't remember a time where we've seen not only a wrestler, but the top star of a company, the top star of an industry have to leave because of a fatal disease. I can't remember anyone. You know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't like... And I'm not going to say any names because I don't want to be disrespectful. But this isn't like a mid-card guy or some guy down on the chain and this and that. You know what I mean? This is – this is okay, let me give you equivalency. Uh, Ricky will catch, catch this better than Clive will. But there's a wrestler – I mean a, a, a football player on the Texans named Andre Howell. Just a random, just a random safety, right? No, no, nothing big. He just, just beat non-Hodgkin's, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. He came back and finally played again. Cool. If that was Tom Brady, yep, that was Aaron Rodgers, like, and Eric Berry done it as well. Um, yeah, and James, Eric Berry James. is a is a defensive player of the year candidate every yep. year. But but it's one thing when it's a, a guy, when it's the face of the industry. Roman is the face of the industry. I think. My God, you could, could maybe. Uh, I know it was um, he had HIV. I suppose you can somewhat liken it to Magic Johnson, but again, yeah, maybe. But because back, back then, then we didn't back know about exactly, exactly. Yeah. So back then, I think a lot of people thought, die. "Oh, yep." Yeah. So he retired because people didn't know what HIV was, so yep. they thought I might get it if I touch you. So yeah. Yes, that's 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 a very good comparison for the time. Yes, absolutely. And, and, Magic Johnson still his prime. Yep, and Magic Johnson, even with like leaving and come back is still regarded as like you know one of the absolute all-time goats Patrick Johnson played in the um that the year after he retired he, play, he was voted in the all-star game and he was MVP <laughs> he dropped like 32 in like 15 yeah absolutely but but uh, the it, difference to, is to, to say Magic, like, Magic sorry, never made a real comeback mm. right Magic I mean he he can't play he was able to play some games Right, he played a season. I think like three years later, will we, be, will we ever be able to see Roman make a comeback? Is the thing that's stuck in the back of my head. And does wrestling Clive, even matter anymore? For Clive to like to kind of compare 
the Magic Johnson thing. It's like as if Messi had to stop playing when he was like 27 or 28, mm-hmm. right in the midst of his peak. And, you know, Ronaldo, in, in, Neymar, so, Latin, yes, absolutely. So, but no, it would be because Messi alongside Ronaldo have been like the two greatest in the last sort of like 15 years or so. Um, argument to be made, either one of them are the greatest of all time. So that, and it's like something like that, that's what we're talking about when it comes to Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. So, I'll, there's no way to segue this properly, so we'll just sort of finish that segment of the show with very best of wishes to Roman Reigns, Joe Anouai and his family. Um, yeah. I know Rance is thinking on this one, Ricky. What do you think of the timing of Dean's heel turn? I know Rances doesn't have an issue with it or he he liked it. Um, you know, I, su- I suppose when people say that why did they need to do it on that show? Like, I can, I can kind of get where they're coming from because you've started a show whether people like I suppose Roman opening it made sense because of what happened later on with it with Ambrose and Rollins winning the title and then uh, Dean turning on him because it all would, it, it just everyone would be left thinking how could you do that on a night like this um, and I can understand when people turn around and say that why did they do it on this night couldn't you have delayed it like you could have went out on a feel good moment with them to win a title because after they said they're going to win it for Roman but see if you go back and you, and you watch the promo they've done backstage Correct me if I'm wrong, but did Dean speak? Yes, Dean spoke first. Right, so, but even when Seth was speaking, we're going to do it for Roman, we're winning these titles for Roman, you, Dean was just kind of, you could just see him just sort of looking at the camera. Not once during the beatdown of Seth did, was there any reference to Roman from Dean. It was all just a, in, in, in the one moment where he throws Seth into the timekeepers. By the way, I'm on board with the heel turn. Um, the best way to put it would be is they'd done something at the most, like at the time where no one thought they would. The so it was so unexpected, and it was and it was almost like the worst possible time they could have done it, which made it like the That's absolute <laughs> yes. So when he throws him into the timekeepers area or the ring announcers area, he throws the two tag team titles at him and he says something along the lines, is this all? Is this what you wanted or is this all you care about? And, and it just kind of, kind of feeds into the mindset of Ambrose, like all you to what he felt about Rollins, was all you cared about was these titles, you didn't care about the group, you don't care about your brothers, all you care about is your sort of fame and status in the company and how many titles you've got, etc. But Watching Ambrose, sorry, watching Seth telling when he first hit the first start of deeds, he says it's okay, it's okay, and it was like, you know, at first I thought it was just going to be like a a continuation of a slow turn, just like Dean's like, I'm sorry, like the loose cannon sort of gimmick. I've just I lost my mind. Um, but then when he kept doing it, Seth kept telling him like it's okay, like it's it was it was pulling at heartstrings. Um, and then that final shot where Dean was looking, but you kind of it panned to Seth, and you could just see—I don't know if it was tears, but he looked really emotional. And that was probably also a lot of things what happened with Roman. And, it was tears. And 
and in that way it was also perfect because you could as Kafe wise you could say look how upset he was and but you know it was more so potentially the tears for Roman just like we could have been thinking about it um, <coughs> for me I thought it was it was excellent like what more what what you got the most amount of heat you could possibly get on Ambrose now there's not going to be a single person that's going to cheer him after what took place on the day it took place so I, I'm on board with it is there a is there a lack of taste no if uh, the only the only way it's a lack of taste is if the person involved has a problem with it that's why when CM Punk doubts himself in the fake ashes of Paul Bearer it was a problem because Paul Bearer's son had an issue with it I am almost positive Roman signed off on the angle. And here's the best part about it. Moose said it perfectly. The angle had nothing to do with Roman. It didn't. It didn't. I, but I can understand. <laughs> I do understand what people say it was in poor taste, but I also don't want to sound cold-hearted. Randy, the, Randy the Orton... The show must go on. Randy Orton drove Eddie Guerrero's <laughs> lowrider with Untech on the back of it through the set. Months later. Months later. No, it wasn't months later, was it? I thought it was that Tuesday. Oh, surely not. You sure about that? Wilt that up. Wilt it up. But I, 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 I almost am positive it was at the end of that Tuesday. I could be dead wrong. I could be dead as wrong. So, but, so I just, no, the show must go on. And here's, here's the number one reason why I am for the angle. Well, first and foremost, I'm for the angle because we know that we've wanted Hill set. Everything we wanted happened. It's just the timing which was off for us, right? But here's why the timing was perfect for me. Because now, of course, we remember the retire not the retirement, remember the him dropping the title, remember the amazing speech he gave. I ain't gonna call it a promo. <laughs> the speech he gave, right? We'll remember that forever. Mm-hmm. But now we don't have to sit here and linger and with this pain over us and this cloud over us about Roman. Now we have something concrete to put our teeth into. The The conversation has, is, has finally been allowed to change. Right. Lost in all of this was, this was the, this was the go, go home show to a pay-per-view. We're not talking about that. Right. So, and I'm and, that's for numerous reasons, but at least now we have something that we have. We're talking about Dean and Seth before we're doing ever talk about evolution. We have something to talk <laughs> about that can drift the attention, oh, not the attention, but the conversation away from just this sad, morbid conversation that was necessary. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine what Seth and Dean as characters had to go through continuing the shield gimmick? Knowing that Roman might not ever wrestle again, now they get a chance to be themselves. And here's the thing: somebody, I, I, I love Twitter's a cesspool, but I love Twitter for one reason because you have very poignant uh, people that make poignant points. Here's a point I want to hit to you guys: Seth destroyed the Shield because he was ambitious, right? Dean destroyed the Shield. Because of a broken heart. The only person who's ever been truly passionate and loyal to the shield gimmick is Roman. 
still comes out to the same music, still wear similar outfits, still came down the crowd for two, three years, right? So it makes sense that with Roman gone and never coming back, Dean would lose his shit. Let's also, I'm talking kayfabe now. Yeah, let's also go. Let's let's also go back forward. Go back. Remember, throughout the entire breakup of the Shield, Dean and Roman never had beef. Even when Dean, when they were tri- doing triple threat matches, and Dean would jump Roman to get to jump on him, and Dean won the title, Roman came out there and said, "I'm happy you won it, brother." They never had beef. And they right? had that fatal, uh, the fatal four way where. They put Randy through the table and then put Seth through the table and they're both laughing and they turn around. Was it Amber or Roman that said it was like loser buys the beers? Uh-huh. And then they get back in the ring. So it was like, we know we need to kick the hell out of each other, but we both We're understand brothers. why and we'll, we'll hug after it. Um, check this out. Hold on real quick. Check this out. Remember who remember who made up with, with Seth first? Roman made up with Seth first. The only reason Ambrose allowed himself to get back with Seth is because Roman was like, hey, man, give him a, give him a chance. Mm-hmm. Roman gone now. Ambrose lost his shit. Yep. That's, why, that's why calling him a lunatic fucked with him so bad. Because he knew he was barely holding it together to begin with. And now you have the tragedy of all tragedies. Dean really lost his shit and became a lunatic. And if you, that's why after he dirty deeds him the first time, he's pounding at the mat, screaming, clawing at his face, almost near tears, screaming, why? Why did it have to happen? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why do I have to do this to get some peace in my mind? It is the most emotionally mature. That's why, that's why Seth looked at him and said, it's okay, Dean. Seth knew he had to take the fall uh-huh. in that moment. It is the most emotionally mature storyline maybe ever in WWE history. And, and that's why, that's why I thought, sorry, sorry, that's why I didn't think they were going to go ahead with a full turn. I just thought that's how they kind of would leave it this week. They um, had to go forward. Just, they had to go yeah. all in. And that moment, you can't, you can't half step that. You can't, you can't, tur- you can't break up the shield in that moment. In that night, with that crowd, after what had happened, and then come back and backtrack it and say, "Oh my bad," you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And I suppose on the flip side, that when people say, "Why would you put the tag titles on them and then do it?" I suppose it's just <coughs> it ties into what Seth, what Dean says to Seth as he threw him at the time, Peter Spot and threw the titles. I was like, "Is this all you care about?" And it just sort of showing that I don't care about these titles. I don't want them. You keep them. And it'll be interesting highs to see what they do. Lows of lows, yeah. And it'll be interesting to see what they do with the tag titles. Well, next week or the week after or whenever it is. I'm not even concerned about that right now. I just want to. I I I have never hyper hyperbole again. I can't remember a time where I've looked forward or changed that statement where I've anticipated hearing somebody talk more than hearing Seth respond. In fact. The last time I probably felt this way was the night after, was the Monday after Seth turned on the shield. Uh-huh. So, you know what I'm saying? Full circle. See, the full circle thing, first of all, fourth wall stuff, I'm still undecided about the the timing of it all, but we'll just go kayfabe now. The shields were known for identifiable by their uniform and coming down 
the steps and their entrance. The reunion of the Shield happened. Seth, Seth became good again eventually, but I think it will be a long, a much longer time before Dean sees the the light again because he ripped that uniform off, threw it threw it at Seth, and walked up the same stairs that they had all came down for years oh together. That was That's quite. Oh, thank you. Uh, there was a quite a poignant sim- symbology about that there. Symbolism, not symbology. That's the study of symbols, uh, the study of drums. Uh, no, the symbolism of it all. So, I, it was great, but heartbreaking at the same time. It said to me that Dean is done with the shields. How loyal he's been to them for so long, for Good it to be, to be ripped apart in one night with what's happened to Roman and Seth, all only caring as far as Dean's concerned, only caring about glory rather than brotherhood. So, Dean going up the steps that they all came down together for so many years, it's quite hard to watch. It just hit me. Did Dean not want to have to wrestle a match? Like, maybe Dean wanted, maybe you said the glory thing, it didn't hit me until you said that. Because we know Seth is a glory hound. And again, that's why we love him. Right? Part of the reason why we love him so much. Uh But maybe Dean was thinking, like you said, Rick, you know, you care about these damn titles so much. We shouldn't have wrestled tonight. We should have left with Roman. We should have wrestled tonight. But you know what? You won the titles. I want them for you. You keep the motherfuckers. Because damn, Dean, this is so fucking emotionally. I'm and, shit. I'm tired. And I, sp- and I suppose if you fast forward, you say you don't know if uh, you know, Dean could be done with the shield. You don't know when they'll sort of come back together. You could potentially go full circle, and you could have Roman, who ultimately kept Dean sane and kept him on side. When Roman does eventually return, you could have Roman sort of bring them back together. Maybe. Well, it's got to be some years away, bro. That can't. Yeah. That no, can't be no time in the next two, three years, dog. Yeah, it's gonna be. Like I say, I don't even know when you'll see Roman back. So, even if he came back, yeah, if he does, Dean as well has refused title opportunities over the last few weeks. So that ties in with why with Seth saying, "Is this all you care about, Seth? All these titles, all the gold." I didn't care about title shots. I just cared about being back with my brothers. Clive, you're so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> I have not thought about none of this. And that's all I've thought about the past three days. And I haven't thought about none of this. Clive, you're good. Good job. Finally. Excellent. Finally. This, I'm saying, like, you're blowing my mind. I didn't think about none of this shit. <sighs> Well, I, okay, so the question now is, <laughs> I think the question now is, we know that these two probably had the feud of the decade, I would argue, in oh, WWE. Roman and uh, Dean and Seth over the last... Dean and Seth. Oh, without a, without a shadow of a shadow of a doubt. So, and we all knew that Dean is a better... Dean is honestly a better heel than a face. Seth is a better face than a heel, even though he was a great heel. So the alignment being different will help the feud. Big time. The question is now, how do we think we will see Dean as a heel, given the mind state and how he turned? It's one thing if he would have went, you know, all Moxley on the ass. This wasn't that. Well, it's going to be quite interesting in terms of card, um, not positioning, pay-per-view positioning, because 
he's made it clear that he's not interested in accolades recently anyway. So is he going to be in any title pictures? But here's the question. Was the reason he didn't care about accolades because his brothers held the titles? Maybe he's going to be greedy and wanting them all now. Maybe he real maybe he's gonna feel like and this is all conjecture. Clearly none of us know. Um, but maybe he's gonna feel like, well, now that I have nothing, I don't have my brothers, I don't have the one guy who's ever kept me sane since we started, and he don't got the title. I'm gonna get the title to fill that void in my heart. Maybe. I mean, we've also got Survivor Series coming up as well. We had been until two two nights ago under the impression that we would have The Shield versus The Bar and The Big Show. I, I don't know who we is. <laughs> I never thought that, but you know. Well, I did. I was under the impression that we would see The Shield versus The Bar and The Big Show. Um, or they would be involved in the 5v5 main event. I don't think we're going to have Raw vs. SmackDown this, this year. At least, there might be one match, but not like it's been. Because AJ is very clearly going towards something with Miz and or Brian. Braun has got to figure out something to do, because God help us, please let Braun win the title. Um, That's another conversation for another day. I no, understand. No, Braun needs to win the title. Please God, yes. He please needs God, to. Pl- Please God and please Allah, let yep, this man win the title. Then let him and Drew beat the holy hell out of one another for the next month or so, and That's then your put the t- Survivor Series. And then put the title on Drew. That's your Survivor Series match. Dean and Seth are very clearly going to have something at Survivor Series because they can't crown Jewel, right? So it it just it it never it never felt like to me. Oh, and then um the other thing is probably going to be. The angle uh, and uh, Corbin five on five because Elias turned, you know. So like, it just feels like we're not gonna have the traditional Raw versus SmackDown like we've had the past what one two years. Yeah, you might like you said you might get sort of like a five on five or multiple men or women matches like just brand on the brands alone, rather than Ross Smackdown, it'll just be 5-on-5 five five from the Smackdown side and 5-on-5 five five from the Raw side. Um, <coughs> but, just going back to the Seth and Dean, I'm hoping, to be honest, I understand where it's come from, that maybe maybe Dean's going to go after the titles. I kind of hope that Seth does drop the IC title then, because this is the type of feud that doesn't need the title at the moment. Um, Fair enough. Good point. So I would even even if like on a raw or something if Seth's defending it and Dean comes down and costs him it, that's fine. It continues that storyline, obviously. Um, yeah, the the alignment, let's like say, is of having Ambrose as a heel and Seth as a face. That's the kind of thing we all thought the original feud was going to be, and the original feud was great, like you say, and by both guys playing to their strengths and playing to their sort of natural characters, you'd assume this feud. Is going to be even better, and that's kind of exciting. Well, more than kind of exciting. Um, so yeah, like I said, next week, really looking forward to it. Like, like you say, Raw was absolutely jam packed. Like you said, you had Elias turning as well. Um, Nick, Nikki and the Bellas. I mean, the Ronda and the Bellas had a 
interesting segment. Yep. Um, you, uh, McIntyre, Monster Hunting, Braun. Like, how do you feel about, by the way, how do you feel about the Braun quote-unquote face turn? Like, right. do we even care? Like, now, oh, because I given think, everything we have, I, I think, get it. But I, I think Braun was turned because they probably knew about this last week. I think. Oh, okay. Um, and someone in our messenger group said that, and it makes sense. Because um, I said Roman didn't work. I don't know if it was all week. Certainly, at the weekend he wasn't doing live events. Um, so you would assume that they must have found out maybe seven or ten days ago, or something along those lines, that something was wrong. Um, so they've decided to turn Braun background. Like I say, if Roman. If this didn't come up with Roman, you'd probably still assume Braun would still be a heel, but they've had to then position someone else into another top babyface role, and it makes yeah. sense for Braun. I don't think many people are too bothered about it now. They kind of, I think a lot of people are kind of realizing, that, all right, well that makes sense, and that's maybe why Braun has turned back to a babyface. Sure, because I sure I sure hated the idea of it last week mm-hmm. when Drew kicked him in the face, and then it was teased that that Braun might be the baby. But now, no one we know. It is. It is. It's one of those things I'm willing to swallow and accept because you get why. Well, I'll be yep. che- I'll be cheering for him. If well, everybody will be cheering for him. Oh, next, next Friday. If, yes. if it goes ahead, whatever the hell's going to happen with Crown Jewel? Well, they're they not planning to make some sort. Of, I don't know. Against reports, apparently they're going to make a decision today where they're going to hold it. And I mean, like you say, it's what Take eight it nine days. Take take it to and and that's not just me saying this because I'm on the phone with I'm 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 on the call or the pod with two Brits. Shush. <laughs> but no, because Monday, <laughs> where are they? Manchester. So you're already in the midst of your UK tour. So just move it to London. Take it to Wembley. In keeping with the the Crown Jewel theme, um, Dumbarton has Prince Harry as its sort of royal. Spokesperson, yep. so just bring it to Dumbarton Meadow Centre, hey Ricky. <laughs> oh, like all 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 seven thousand people. <laughs> seven thousand, try uh, seventy. You, you might be able to fit about seventy people in there, maybe. If they take the air out of the inflatables, then they might be able to fit another twelve in there. Yeah, put it put it put it in the parking lot and just build it in the parking lot and rent some chairs. <laughs> do it do it indie style. It will be interesting to see where they take it. If they're going to move it anywhere, that is. Well, I can tell you this: it's going. If they move it, it's going to be somewhere in Europe. Yep. Right. It's it's, it's most most surely going to be somewhere in Europe, which is why I think just what makes the most sense is London or Glasgow or you know uh, I don't know oh. how big I, I don't know how big Cambridge is if they have a big stadium, but somewhere. That has a big stadium. I mean, let's put it like this: if they come to Scotland, we're going. Simple as that. And and, and the thing is, if you if paying? they sell it, I'll pay. If, right, if they do it in the UK, like you say, there's only eight or nine days. I can guarantee that shit will sell out. It will sell out wherever it goes. Wherever yeah. it goes, Rick, it's gonna sell. Like there's just no doubt, like demand will be huge. And like I say, it's I've I'm one of the people that say it's somewhat of still of a glorified house show, but even though they're presenting a different 
even though they're presented differently. But we're going to get a new champion. So that it, alone, you know, that alone will make people want to go watch it. Actual matches matter on yep. this card. Yep. Especially now. Especially now. Matches matter. And so what, okay, what do y'all think about the rumor that Cena stepped up and said, I'm not doing it, and Ryan is saying the same thing? Because to me, that's super telling because the the I don't feel knowing Vince like I feel like I know him, or at least how I feel like I've learned to know him by watching him. I don't know that he would feel the pressure as much as he does now with his two top guys. Well, two of his three top guys standing up and saying, nah, bro, ain't happening. You know what I mean? Mm. So I'm looking, right, so they're actually in Europe. They go to Madrid on the 3rd of November and come to this. Oh, that's the next day. Yep. And, and funnily enough, so it tells you SmackDown's in Atlanta, blah, 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 blah. You scroll down to the 2nd of November, it says WWE Crown Jewel. No, and no. Under- no, no. Do it in the Plaza del Toros in, in uh, Portugal. Do it in the bullfighting ring. You, you got enough people. You got enough seats. Do, do it in the Coliseum. Uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see where they go with that now. Um, I kind of have an idea. I have kind of a, an inkling that they won't do it over in Saudi Arabia now. How's this for a question? If it's not in Saudi Arabia, will we see the inclusion of the fairer sex on the card? No, too late. no, I, no yeah, it's too late. They may, they may have a just sort of a a, a match just thrown together, you know, like, you like a multi woman match or something. But I, I can tell you this: if it's not in, if it's not, if it's not in Saudi Arabia, Renee will be on commentary. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it'll be a match. Well, since we're talking about women and pay per views. How about some evolution talk? Yep. They need it. God knows they need uh, the publicity. Both the go-home shows, not in the main event. Okay, right. Let's not be too cynical. Well, Becky and Charlotte have been the main event for like the past month, so I get that. <laughs> That's fair enough. And I think the big the big story from Raw was the heel turn and like I said, the whole, what the Roman's speech segment that um that obviously that's what everyone's talking about so in yeah, terms of getting team. more yep just in terms of getting publicity etc for evolution like that was kind of on the back of everyone's mind after was rock included i think that's mm. been the problem the timing for this has been possibly the worst time show in history mm-hmm. yep because you got the crown jewel after you got the australia show before you have Shawn michaels return you have you have Hunter and Taker for the last time singles. You have Roman retiring. You have Brock said, I'm going to come back. You have uh, 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 a journalist 1, getting killed. Smackdown 1000. You have a journalist getting killed in the Saudi consulate and then them making a guy dressed like him to pretend that he's not dead. You have all of these things happening in the midst of the first ever women's pay-per-view. So, yeah, it's just a really shitty time. And also, think of this, look, how much power has um, MBS got? This man sends 15 people to another country to kill someone, and then they send back all the guy's fingers as proof of killing him. 
Well, <laughs> ah, shit, it's fucking crazy. Mooch, you're you're not Middle Eastern. You're like, what's that? What do we call it? East, in, East. Uh, I don't. You're South Southeast Asia. Southeast Asian, Southeast yep. Asian right? I, that's more. But you, but you, you grew up in the area close enough, or at least know that area well enough to know you don't fuck with the Middle East. None well, of them countries. None they're of all, them. They're all batshit crazy. Good and bad. Yes. And like you say, it's just been unfortunate that we've got this historic event coming up on Sunday and not many people are talking about it. Just you, you want you want to talk you want us to talk about it? Put put evolution in in in, uh, in, in, in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I guarantee you don't talk about that. <laughs> Did you see they announced the the commentary team as well for it? For evolution? Yep. Who is it? Uh, it's the same thing. For, it's the same thing for the May Young Classic. It's Cole. It's Renee and it's Beth. Yes, that's why Beth is in wrestling. But they might have an angle with Beth where she gets in the ring and does something because I mean, she's in shape. Oh yeah, she looked great at the Royal Rumble. I always liked her, <laughs> and, and I don't really have a problem with Michael Cole to be honest on commentary. Do you know? I think he's condescending towards Renee Young. There have been three or four separate instances where he's said something to her, and I'm thinking, shut your, shut your mouth. That's it's not, it's, that man knows. That man knows Renee's coming for his job. That's fine. <laughs> it, no, it's not condescending. The that's just that's the banter they have on that show. How think, for, t- take away the fact that Renee's a woman, right? Forget, forget that for a second. Look at how much they shit on Booker. They shit on Coach. They shit on um, uh, Saxton. Graves gets it. Like they, that's just what they do. No, so, but there's a there's a certain tone to them. There was a point where Finn Balor won a match and Renee was cheering, and Cole said no cheering, as if he was some sort of school teacher. And during the the tapings of the May Young Classic, uh, Renee said something about this is the the final night, and Cole looked at her and said, "Of the first round," as if to say. Did you not remember that oh, part? It's like, right, yeah. there's just there's a, a tone about him. It's like, shut up, son. Well, Cole <laughs> is a boss. Cole is Cole is is over all of the commentators. So maybe that was a boss saying, "Get your shit right." I don't know. Maybe. But the the NXT UK title, women's UK title, is not going to be on the card on Sunday. Shit! Watch them show up and have that shit. I tell you this: Rhea Ripley will be there. Mm-hmm. Oh, did I give that away? Fuck, I'm sorry. Oh, did you just spoil something for us again? My bad. I really, I really didn't mean to do that. It just worked out. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> okay. All right, I feel better. But yes, Rhea Ripley will be there for sure. She's too big a star to not be. Ricky, do you want us to not talk about the May Young Classic final? Because you've not seen, you've not watched it yet. The The tournament... Um, you can talk about it now, and I'll just put my headphones down because, like I said, I'm I still haven't gotten round to watch it because it's just been a hectic sort of ten days for me. But I intended to watch the entire May Young before Sunday, so like I said I can put the headphones away at the moment. You two can have a quick talk about it if you wish. Okay, I'll give you a second. Oh, and also, just while we're talking, Rance actually did spoil Rhea. I think it was Rhea Ripley you spoiled for me when we were texting one another. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> oh, you're the one oh, you figured it, out who she was fighting. 
Yeah. But so yeah, I'll put I'll just put them down just now and just two can have a quick Okay, I'll give you a signal. Uh so Rance, that Ricky's a bit of a tough tough customer, isn't he? I'll tell you, Ricky is so full of shit. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> Io Shirai versus Tony Storm for the May Young Classic Tournament final. Who do you think will win this one? I think Tony Storm will win it for two reasons. Number one, Tony might be the most over woman in WWE that's not quote unquote signed. I mean, I know she's signed now, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying, right? Um, Tony's over. Tony's a star. We talked. Me and you talked about this earlier today. She's yes. a fucking star. She is. Number two, I don't think they want to be shown by as having Japanese bias because we all know that the Joshi wrestlers might be more talented than everybody in America. Like this isn't hyperbole. We know that. So I, I don't think they want to be caught with the um, having a bias with Kyrie winning last year. And then backdoor and having EO win this year. I don't think that's a good look for them in terms of, um, you know, I don't, I don't think they want people to question, is there a bias here? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah, so, I totally see where you're coming from. Even when they had, right. it was, so three Yoshi wrestlers all in. At, oh, at all in pay per view? No, no, I saw it at all in in the May Young Classic this year. They've had three of them. Because oh, oh, Japan! Yeah, so it was Lady Destroyer. Um, Miko it was Miko Satamoro, and uh, at EO, yeah. And they're all, and all three of them are Hall of Fame level wrestlers, like three of the best ever. Yeah, okay, that I'll accept that based on reports from others. But Io Shirai's had three matches. She's landed that moonsault once. I haven't seen any of. I haven't seen any of May Young. So I can't speak on that. I just know she's called the Genius of the Sky, and I've seen, I've seen her um, her highlight reels. Mm-hmm. She she fucking flies. She does. So. She does. But the first, the second match uh, that she had, the moonsault landing could have been better. But this one last week was like she'd hardly touched. Can't remember who it was off the top of my head, but she it was not a good landing, and it, almost as if. Both wrestlers were thinking, shit, we'll just need to sort of brush this under the rug, do the pin and get it over with, so. Well, you know, the funny thing is, the funny thing is, Io is way younger than Lady Destroyer and Miko. So you would think that the older ones would be a little older and like, I can't keep the spots up. From what I heard, Satomoro's out there looking like she's a boss. Oh, you need to watch these matches she has. I, I don't I've, care about. I've seen some of her stuff overseas, so yes. I don't care about the Japanese bias. I would have had her win the whole thing because she is devastating. But think about this. Well, okay, so might as well go off spoilery here since we know who the finals is. Who beat Miko? Who's going to beat Miko to get to the finals? Because the final, the semifinals are tonight. Both semifinal matches are tonight. Storm. Tony Storm. Yeah. I'm just saying this. It feels like her year. And then think about this. There's got to be a reason they didn't let her win the NXT UK championship because she's the only woman. I didn't even know they put Rhea in NXT UK until I found out she won the title. Mm-hmm. Same here. Right? So that's that's Tony's division. She's got. You know what I'm saying? She's um, 
going to do well for herself. Yeah. So there's got to be a reason, right? Yeah. Just makes sense. I think she'll win it. Will, will we bring asshole back in? <laughs> Rick. I'm signaling. I'm waving. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you heard all that shit, didn't you? I, I, I put my headphones down. I heard you saying something, and then you said, should we bring asshole back in? He's so angry. That will be the one thing you hear. He's starting a fire in his room by the sound of things. Well, I was going to try and eat a chocolate covered apple, but I'll wait until after the podcast. Thank you, because that shit was loud. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going from a card listing that I've. Obviously, the May Young Classic. I'm going to go in reverse order. We have Sasha Banks and Bailey and Natalia versus the Riot Squad. Yeah. Ah, come on. We've seen this about 90 times, literally 90 times this year already. I mean, just throw them in a damn battle royal. Well, no. So, hold on. I want to say this. Very clearly, WWE sees something in a riot squad that uh-huh. of all the women in that battle royal, the riot squad got the undercard match. <sighs> that could that could have been Tamina and Nia. That could have been Oscar versus anybody. They, you know what I'm saying? But they could, but they 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 saved that for the riot squad and Sasha Bailey and Natalia. Mm-hmm. And the only reason Sasha Bailey and Natalia are together is because the riot squad are a group. They see something in them. They're the, the Lucha House Party of Monday Night Raw. Don't disrespect the Riot Squad like that. No, that's disrespectful. I need you to take it back. Riot, Riot, Riot. <laughs> I can see them with the little ratchets coming out. Uh, <laughs> How stereotypical is it that in their Tron, like on the, ri- on the ribbon, on the Titan Tron, it's got like pinatas and shit. Like, come on, dog. We could do better than that. I know. So who who are we predicting for this six woman tag? Oh come on, man! Are you asking us for real? Do Sasha Bailey and Natalia ever lose big matches? <sighs> yes, Sasha's lost a lot of big matches. Bailey's lost a lot okay, of big matches. Natalia? But she's not she's not wrestling Charlotte or Asuka. So <laughs> does she lose big matches to anybody that's not Charlotte or Asuka? I I don't because see if that's the case then you can't have the riot squad be a faction of jobbers this isn't the job squad no well you could just finally maybe turn Sasha heel and just have her kick the living hell out of Bailey then yes memorable moment I don't know if we're gonna have those kind of memorable moments on the first show man it's it's gonna be all nostalgia and girl power oh fuck nostalgia and just give us some storyline development next year. But Next year we'll have that, and I'm for it. But this year, man, you look. This is what happens when you marginalize a group. When you marginalize an entire gender, this is what happens. They gotta. They have one night to say ha 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 ha. That's what happens. Like, like, let them say it's an all black pay per view. We finna act a fool in there. My God, we're gonna be barbecuing on ringside. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers gonna be playing. They're gonna be playing uh, dominoes um, at the at the commentary table. We feel like a fool. Street profits versus crime time. <laughs> okay, that that is the most. That's the most good pairing you could have come up with. <laughs> what what was that? Sorry. 
That's like the most stereotypical hood parent you could come up with. It's, the party boys versus the thugs. Thank you. You, you know, you, I, I, I apologize if that came across bad there, but you know they would do no, that. No, it did. It's hilarious. Yes, they would. Yes, exactly. That's exactly the match. I bet you that that's what they would push if Crime Time came back. You're right. Yeah. Right. So you guys are going for Sasha Banks and Bailey and Natalia for the win? Yep. Okay, I'll go for the Riot Squad. I would love for the Riot to win. I would love for Ruby to get a... I want Ruby to be next in line for uh, Ronda. Yeah, that would be quite interesting. So the next up is the Battle Royal. I have a list of entrants here. Tamina, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, Ember Moon... Alicia Fox, Nia Jax. Oh my God, this is a long list. Do you, <laughs> uh, do, you don't need to name them all. No, he's doing it for the listeners, Rick. Let the listeners know. Dana Brooke, Asuka, Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Carmella, who was a champion a few couple of months ago, and now she's in a battle royal. Uh, Lana. Doing seven-second dance battles. Naomi, Tori Wilson, Michelle McCool, Alundra Blaze, Ivory. Kelly Kelly, Jesus. My goodness. Maria. Maria Canellis. And yes, Molly Holly. Great. Because we saw in the Royal Rumble that she can still go. Michelle can too. <sighs> Michelle McCool can still go, bro. She did look good at the Royal Rumble. Who have you got? Who's your pick? <laughs> um, Who wants to, you want to go first? Rick? Uh, Asuka oh my god we don't give a shit about this so bad <laughs> so bad no Asuka's a good shout because Becky will rid herself with Charlotte this Sunday can I tell you who, who my who my prediction is mm-hmm. it's gonna be out it's gonna be out of the box somebody you guys aren't expecting Ember Moon Yep, I'd be on board for that. Yep. I'm going to tell you why real quick. Number one, there's a reason Ember's had this little mini feud with Nia. Number two, if you look at the picture, the promo picture of this match, who's in dead in the middle? Ember. Just saying. Think about it. To, to quote her ancestor, foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Okay, that's a good. So no wait, I I want I'll disagree with Rance Actually, I'm actually looking forward to this match. Oh well, your body language just showed like you couldn't be asked. <laughs> no, like, I was, I was just I was just lying back there. But no, okay. I, I am because as Clive will tell you, we all kind of have we all have that one stipulation or one kind of match that we love in a battle royal's mind. And and remember, I've always said that the battle royals at the at WrestleMania I mean absolutely nothing because after a couple of weeks they're forgotten so at least in this instance we kind of knew they were going to have a battle royal of some sort because they were basically just going to put everyone on this show but at least now they've actually given the winner of the battle royal something they get a title shot and at least at least we have that kind of something like that to rope us in to get to get us sort of emotionally involved in it so I'm, I'm like I say for that reason only I'm really looking forward to it, just because the winner does get the title shot. So it's not a meaningless battle royal. Fair enough. Uh, next up is Shayna Baszler versus... Wait, wait, wait. You didn't make your decision. Who's As- your pick? Asuka. 
Okay. I think it's going to be Asuka versus Becky Lynch over the winter. Well, remember this. I don't, well, I think that's the WrestleMania feud. But remember this. Both champs are going to need new new uh, feuds because if Ronda does beat Nikki, we'll talk about that in a second, Nikki ain't the full-timer. She ain't going to be having no rematch in Survivor Series. That's true. That's a good point. So you're going for a raw pick in Ember Moon. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, so I've picked Asuka. Uh, Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler for the NXT title. It's got to be Kyrie. Yep. Are we picking with our hearts or with our heads? With our heads. Okay, Kyrie wins. I want Santa to choke the living pirate, the living treasure out of Kyrie. The it's li- not going to happen, though. Uh huh. Have you seen the new finishing move that Shayna Baszler has incorporated into her arsenal? No. She doesn't do the cure footer no more? She still does that, she, but this week, uh, last week, she did a sort of step-up knee to the face. Oh, shit. It was horrible. Who was it? So, she, it was... Was it Britt Baker? Yes, it was Britt Baker. She broke, she broke, Kayfabe broke her arm with that sort of stomp move she does. Britt it Baker. Wasn't okay, bro. She really was hurt. Was she? Yeah. Oh, well, Shayna Baszler's a bad lady then because right after it she stood up and she sort of did a step up now Jericho's inseguries where they uses the other person's knee for leverage she did mm-hmm. that and need her right in the face that's nice I don't and I, and I don't think it, she was injured on purpose like she just got hurt in the match you know shit happens but uh, that's interesting seeing as Kyrie basically got the whole anchor move to offset the Kirifuda so they really they really out here making chess moves with each other. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Should be a great match. Those girls have got that um, yin and yang chemistry. Yeah. Last one to take over was excellent. I, I'm going to go Kyrie as well. Uh, partly because I think, I'm hoping, I actually wouldn't mind seeing Shayna Baszler come up to the main roster as well. Yeah. Um, but I, I there's a couple of good foods for her. Yeah. I just too think early. there's nothing. No, there's I don't think it is too early. I think as a performer, she has got it. There's nothing left for her to do in NXT. What I mean, so I agree with you. What I mean by too early is, if she gets called up, what's she going to do? That's what I mean. I, I, I don't, I'm tired of people getting called up and they're worthy and they have something to contribute, but they have nothing to do. Well, don't and I don't want so, I don't want her to be Ronda's lapdog, or her. I like. I want Santa to come up and actually have a real concrete angle and something to do. She'll have a dancing oh, I gimmick. Don't, I don't want her anywhere near Ronda either. It'll be a dancing gimmick. Probably. Her and Lana are gonna be uh, coming out to the do 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 If she moves to SmackDown and. If Asuka ever wins a title and you kind of build her back up again into what she once was, Asuka versus, Asuka versus Shayna Baszler could be could be fun. Shit. Shayna versus all of them. Shayna versus uh, Naomi. Shayna versus Charlotte. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm on board. No, I mean I would, I would, I would also, I wouldn't even, it wouldn't even bother me seeing Shayna versus Ember Moon again. No, they had great matches. 
Right. Tristratus and Lita versus Alexa. No, it's not Alexa Bliss anymore. Tristratus and Lita versus Alicia Fox. Did Has that been confirmed? I can't, I'm uh, having tongue twister problems here. This must be an old card that I've printed off or copied and pasted. Alicia Fox, as far as I'm aware, is teaming up with Mickey James. Is that correct? That was Alexa. It's Alexa, but apparently she's hurt, so we don't know if she's going to be there or not. Yeah, but Alexa stay hurt. That's what happened with you, ninety pounds, though. Like, kind of get hurt. I read, I read it was concussion. I think some people thought it was a broken nose, but I also read it might be concussion. See, this is why you should not believe news head, wrestling news headlines. You're no, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. Not like, you specifically. It's just people are led down the wrong path so often, and they go on rants about stuff. I'm not going to go on a rant, but see if she's concussed and she's not going to be there. I would, uh, if I would probably just scrap the tag team match, and I might no. just throw. I, I I would I wouldn't mind seeing Trish Stratus and um, Becky James one on one. What you do is you put Foxy in the match. You let Alexa manage him. You have some shenanigans, and you just let Trish and, and Mickey be the bulk of the match. Because look, man, Foxy is so batshit crazy that no matter where you put her, she's gonna do her job because she plays that crazy chick perfect. Well, it definitely will be uh, whether Alexa is there or not. I think we are going to see Trish Stratus versus Mickey James quite a bit anyway. And their little face-off at the Royal Rumble was was quite exciting as well. It was. I think this will be a a Trish and Lita victory. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. You're not for the beat Hall of Famers. No. No. Uh, Not those two anyway. So, Ronda Rousey versus Nikki Bella for the Raw Women's title. Ronda? Ronda. Like, that's not any doubt in my mind at all. Yeah, I, I, like, that's the only thing about, this is the problem with cards, with nostalgia cards. You guaranteed to know who's going to win. Like, there's no way Ronda Rousey is losing to Nikki Bell. If they do that, that'd be the damnedest shocking thing I've seen in a long fucking time. <laughs> I, I, I may stop watching wrestling if they do that. Ain't that serious, dog? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just like to be dramatic. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, Ronda Rousey for the victory. Yeah, I mean this closes the show as well. Obviously, I think. No, it doesn't. No, you don't think? No, the next match is gonna clo- the next match is gonna close the show with uh, the stipulation. Oh my god! But well, I, I but- hope, I hope, I hope that's true. But can, but can I, can I pitch you something real quick? Mm-hmm. Ronda beats Nikki. Ronda celebrates, and she from behind. Shayna comes and puts her in a cure photo and chokes her the fuck out. She'll be there. See, yeah, I, I would like that, but I don't want to see that straight out the gate because why not? Because I don't. It, it has. I a lot think of I. Now. I. It's like you say. You can just wait and build it because I also think they're going to go Ronda Charlotte. At WrestleMania for whatever title, and to me, I don't want Shayna to go into such a high-profile feud. In my mind, that she's going to lose straight away. Like I that, that you, that you can wait until next SummerSlam or whenever Shayna comes up. You can wait six, six, nine months after that. But here's the hook: Who says Shayna had to come up? 
But to do something like that. Santa could still be in NXT. And just, she's, she's letting her know, I see your ass. You didn't turn, you didn't got a little too Hollywood for us. Me, Jessamine, and Marina down here putting in work. I want to remind you who's boss. It ain't going to happen. Just... Or oh, even if she doesn't come down to attack her, if she just kind of stands at the top of the ramp. Well, they might come out and, and the four horsewomen. <coughs> yeah. Yep. Look, at, look at the Kevin Owens, the Shield, the three of the four horsewomen. They had immediate and serious impact on the main roster. And they have had arguably the best success of the NXT call-ups. Get Shayna Baszler in there now, and she'll have a good career on the main roster. And a serious. Shayna Baszler, but I'm saying no. Is if you put Shayna Baszler straight away in a feud with Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler will not win that feud. I don't want her to come up to lose the first significant feud straight away. She's too good for that. I mean, I feel where you're coming from. I do, but. Was more and, and, and the cynic and the cynic could turn around and tell you that Kevin Owens, yes, did come up, made like an un- unbelievable impact, and he had that sort of three month program with Cena. Cena ultimately win, what well, Cena win the final two matches. And the cynic could turn around and tell you Kevin Owens only win the glorified house show match. I'm not going to turn around and say that, but like some people could did. turn around and say that. <laughs> I know, but it's not a glorified house show. It, it was a pay per view, but I get your point. It was a it was a B pay per view. It wasn't even a B pay per view. It was like a C pay per view. <laughs> but yes, I get your point. That was the same pay per view, was it not? Where was it when Dean won quote unquote won the title oh, and yeah. then left with it? Was it that's it was, wasn't it? And the the worst chamber match I've ever seen with the with Ryback winning the IC title. <sighs> Right back. Yeah, I'm glad I forgot about that dude. Last one for the night. Um, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. Last woman standing match. Oh, can I say something real quick? Yes. Yep. For my Brit, for my British brothers, Becky Lynch is a cheeky scamp, isn't she? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't funny know what that means, that. but it's funny, um, funny you should say it like. The Becky, Becky Lynch and Charlotte segment is on my TV right now. I just, I just wanted to feel, I just wanted to feel British, British for a second, <laughs> British for a moment, because everything is good. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Becky winning this. I agree. I'm going to say she doesn't. Ooh. I am going to say that Charlotte wins and Becky wins it back at Survivor Series in a, like a, 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 the, the blow-off of all blow-offs. What? And I say that I say that because you can't just let Becky drag this chick for three months and that's it. Becky didn't drug this chick every chance she get. She chased her to performance to beat her ass. She took she ch- she caught her at at the photo shoot and beat her ass. <laughs> she she catch her in matches beating that. Like at some point, Charlotte got to get over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Spanner in the works, what? and I don't want this to end up in a long conversation. With the recent allegations against Charlotte Flair, can you see her winning the title? Where she has apparently made derogatory remarks towards black people. 
I mean, her father's a racist, and look what the company still does for him and done for him, so... I'm saying. <laughs> her father's a racist, and Blackwell don't even know it. I know. Her father is a shitty, shitty human being. <laughs> well, here we go. This is the segment of the show where Ricky attacks Ric Flair. Yeah, I don't like him at all. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think it would deter them until like concrete proof comes out. Cause allegations true. are just that allegations. And if you if you if you read the deposition or the chart, the whatever it was, man, dude just seems really bitter. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's one thing to sue Charlotte and Rick. I right, cool. He sued the book author and the WWE just because they were they were quote unquote complicit. Like, bro, now you really reaching. You want some money. So I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Well, my reasoning behind Becky winning is I'm not. I still think they're going to go for the brand versus brand format for Survivor Series. Yeah. If Charlotte wins, it would be Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey at Survivor Series, and I don't think they'll do that. They'll keep that for WrestleMania if they will do it. So it's going to be Becky to retain, and she'll face Ronda Rousey at Survivor Series, and that will be a hot, would, hot crowd. Yeah. I would love to see it, but I, I think they finish Charlotte, Charlotte, and, and uh, Becky there, and Becky wins. I think we see uh, Ronda Ember mm-hmm. since Ember is winning. I think, and those hey, he, Charlotte. So Charlotte, I mean, Becky Ronda is a great match. Is WrestleMania worthy? I think, but I don't think that Charlotte Becky the final encounter and Ronda, Ronda Ember are two bad alternates. No, not at all. No, like I said, Ronda Ember <clears throat> could be really good. Ember, like, for in-ring ability alone, is every bit as good as anyone, like, any of the females. And, and what I love about Ember is Ember has the Randy Orton, Diamond Dallas Page, Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels effect in that whoever she's facing, no matter how tough, no matter how dangerous, no matter how dominant, she always got that finisher that can put anybody down. Yeah, that finisher. If she, hits, if she hits anybody with the Eclipse, they're going down. Much like if Sean hits anybody with Sweet Chin music, if Stone Cold stuns anybody, or Diamond Cut or Randy Orton and uh, Diamond Dallas Page hit the Diamond Cut RKO, it's over. This the, That move transcends your talent, the talent of the person you're facing. So she'll instantly be even with Ronda because you know Ronda's were a real world champ. So, but I, that'll be gone out the window because if she hits with an eclipse. Ronda going down for the three. That's true. So that's the evolution predictions and pay per view thing. Me, what's it called? Preview. That's the word I was looking for. Um, the thingy, <laughs> the thingy, the hang me. We all, did, Ricky, did you catch NXT UK this week? Yep. How was it for you compared to last week? The crowd didn't seem as into it this week as do you not think? Are you sure? Because the well, apart, apart from apart from <laughs> when a certain man from Liverpool came down. My God, he... that that was literally about what was that like seven or eight minutes of just non-stop abuse. Turn up this microphone! Turn up uh, this microphone! 
What is up with the shoes? I just want to know what's up with the shoes. Oh, God knows. <laughs> but I love the whole soccer chant saying, stand up. If you hate Gibson, stand mm. up. Like, he got so much heat. It was amazing. And then yep. he was the... He had this tail between his legs when Johnny Saint came out and said, right, my office now. And he's like, oh, shit, no. <laughs> like a little then, kid. Then we've got um, Gibson and... Um, Dar next week as well. Mm-hmm. That'll be good. That'll be a good main event. Um, it's good to see some kind of familiar faces uh, who have appeared like on NXT or appeared on some sort of WWE program and appeared on NXT UK as well. I think it's going to take. It's certainly going to take a wee while before we really get into like the nitty gritty of some storylines and oh, let like because right now it's just a case of we're trying to showcase people and we're trying to. Try to show people what we can do, etc., etc., and we'll build these characters up. Um, Tyler Bate was excellent as well. That was a good match he had with Wolfgang, I thought. It's a good sort of 10 minute match there. Um, Dakota Kai as well. Rance is yeah. Yep. I was, I was, I was, I was quite impressed with that. Um, oh, what's her name now? Killer Kelly. Yes, I was quite impressed with her. See, in terms of the technical side of the match, she was better than Dakota Kai because she looked a wee bit wobbly. Mm. Uh, speaking of Rance's favourites, we all know what his favourite NXT UK wrestler will be, and that will be either Miguel or the Wild Boar. Rance, Screw both those guys. My God, I could have like I I could have started the show at the Dakota Kai match. Like, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Okay, so I don't hate Liguero. I don't get it. A British luchador is just okay. And then the horns. Dog, why the horns? I don't understand. Like, Psychosis' horns make sense. I don't get Liguero's horns. And then Wild Boar. He could really be good. He might win me over. But, like, nah, bro. I No. The he, only thing interesting about him is his mask. He's a good tag team wrestler. I can see that. Put him together with, I don't know, uh... Wild, wild boar and wild hog or something and call them the pigs I don't know but uh yeah <laughs> you can miss me with that match that that didn't do much for me I understand you're building a roster though so these are the type of match that you have to happen but Gibson and his amazing promo uh Eddie Dennis who might be my favorite guy coming oh, yes. up I love the, the the vignettes and um the the Tyler Bate match was great and um, Danny Burch is coming back yes fantastic yeah the vignettes we spoke about them last week um, I hope it leads somewhere though you know I'm hoping it's not just a case of building this character up this guy up and then a couple of months down the line that he's stuck in a mid card I kind of like how they're already giving you like a backstory to him before he debuts as well that the idea is that he came up with Andrews and Pete Dunne and they went off and got to wrestle all over the world while he was stuck and being a head teacher, etc. So, yeah, I like I like this little this uh, the backstory we're giving into him. Quite looking forward to seeing him when he when he when he finally does debut. So, like I said, that's question. two weeks in a row now they've done vignettes for him. Here's my question for you two: Who would you rather see eventually beat Dunn for the title, Mastiff or Eddie Dennis? Who? Oh. 
Because in a, a mastiff, of course, because you can see the type of reign he can have. But Eddie Dennis got the story. And if Eddie Dennis is the guy to beat the what is like six hundred days now, title reign, five hundred days, that would be like such a such a, a gem on his shoulder that, you know, I'm so, and those are, I I don't see Zach Gibson being it, but those are the two guys I think that realistically in the UK can do it unless they're gonna re- rerun him and Tyler. I think Dave Mastiff later down the line, but you've got a point with Eddie Dennis. He has a bag of potatoes on his shoulder. Yeah, I think it's too early for Mastiff as well. Great guy though. He's a future um, UK champ for sure. Oh, definitely. It could be Dennis or maybe Gibson. I don't. I don't. I don't think they'd give it to him yet. Um, but he'd get heat. Oh my God, the heat he would get if he beat Pete Dunne. My God. Oh Lord, the heat he would get. Oh. I lo- but I, I am. I'm looking forward to him and Noam Dar next week though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely, because I was that was a good match the last week. No, I'm done. done. So, and it says Gibson. I'm sure some people might have only saw him for the first time in the UK tournament just a few months ago. He was impressive in that as well. Um, yeah, I'm not entirely sure who else might be coming next week. If it's going to be anyone else, in terms of who who could throw their hat into the ring. But it probably, I think it, for me it comes down to Gibson or Dennis. Because like you say, the Dennis, that, the, both of them have got the backstory there already. Yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. Right. But if, we do like ourselves some Dave Mastiff though. <laughs> we are Dave Mastiff Marks. We are <laughs> we, Matt, we really, yeah. Mastiff Marks of Mastiff Massiveness. Right, uh, we we'll do a short quiz. I realise that it's getting quite close to 205 Live. It's 100th episode and I need to do some Lords of Pain column work for it, so are you alright to move things along a bit, guys? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking quiz time! With Ricky and Clive and friends! A fucking WWE quiz! A wee, a wee short quiz for you to finish the show? Yeah. Try not to sound too enthusiastic, Ricky. <laughs> I, I am. I'm excited. Let's do it. Yeah, I will be honest <coughs> in saying that with the sort of mood this week with Roman Reigns, I wasn't really in the mood for doing hilarity and stuff, but we'll do a quiz. Um, and we'll make it, I'm thinking on the spot, See the the game that we've played before where you have to name a wrestler and you then have to say one other person takes a shot and use the first letter of the previous wrestler's last letter? Yes. Rans, the first that... letter of their last name. Uh-huh. So it would be like Steve Austin and then it would need to be, say, Nia Jax and then something begin with X. Okay, so the last letter of the last name, got you. Yep. But the wrinkle is, with evolution round the corner, it's only women. Oh, fuck. Yes, yeah, fuck me. Right. Oh, fuck. Rand, since you're so positive about this, you can go second. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Ricky, on you go. Um, any promotion, anywhere. Oh, okay. Charlotte, Hill. Charlotte Flair. Rhea Ripley. <laughs> Why? Why? Um, 
Why, in, why indeed? Goodness sake. You want to be a dick to me, I can be a dick back. Yeah. <laughs> why? Um, Sorry, Rick. I can't think of anyone. Right. Um, Five, four, three, two, one. Right, Ranch, you get to go first. One nil. It's up to three. Okay, uh, I'll make it. I'll start easy. Asuka. What's that? A. Um. My goodness, man. A. Oh, for God's sake, five, four, three, just keep going two, blank. One, zero. Jeez, you oh. know what I, what I love about these quizzes is if we were to do these quizzes and not on the air, Ricky would get all these answers. Uh-huh. It's whenever we get on the air and do this, he just blanks every time. It's one more chance. I get actually okay. under pressure. Right, Ryan, so okay. on you go. If you get the next oh. one, that's it. Short quiz. <laughs> Very short. I mean, I, if you want me to end it, I can say Ronda Rousey, but I'm not going to be a dick. Uh, <laughs> Ember Moon. Oh, I don't want to say that because me being a dick. Um, you think back, it's okay. I might have a response for right, it. Nikki Bella. Uh, Amy Dumas. What's that, S? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I've got one for what you were thinking, Ricky, but anyway. What, Nia Jax? Yep. Yeah. That was, that I, got was one, I got one for that too. I got one for that too. <laughs> Shana, say Nia Jax. Say Nia Shana, Jax. No, I can't Please. say Nia Jax. Sheena Basil. Ronda Rousey. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> um... The fall because I don't want to be a dick and say Ronda Rousey because I know I win. No, you can say Ronda. Two, two, one to Rance. Uh, Ricky, your turn first. Um, Give me Nia Jax. I got a response for that. Go on. Uh, I want to hear it. I want to hear if we're thinking of the same person. Right, okay, Nia Jax. Nia Brookside. Yep, that's who I thought as well. Robbie Robbie Brookside's daughter was in the May Young Classic this year. So we're not are we not allowed to say ones we've already said, is that correct, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Have we said Ember Moon? I, I said that, but I mean right, no, right, okay. E um Oh here we go. E Oh what's her first name? Say last name. Say last name, we'll let you away with it. Five, four, sound like the Thunderbirds here. Five, ten, four. Wait, what, what letter am I on again? E. 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 Uh, right, okay, so I'll get it, I'll get it. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Go and say it quickly. Who were you thinking of? That was someone. It was not her. Well, 
This has been a very fun quiz. <laughs> oh man, this is terrible. Sorry, guys, it was an on-the-spot effort. I understand. It we trust me. You we get it. Um, Rance, you want to plug anything before we go? Yeah, man. Um, Outsiders Edge at Outsiders Edge SS. Uh, Carl and, and uh, Kyle. Carl will be back eventually. Um, Chairshot Radio with Chris Platt at Chairshot Radio. So, um, you guys haven't heard an episode of Outsiders <laughs> Edge or Chairshot Radio in a week. We recorded them yes last week, but I had to go to the hospital. So, wasn't, I was never able to edit them and put them out. So, um, we were supposed, supposed to record later on today, me and Chris. And me and Kyle tomorrow. Uh, so yeah, you should have something. Hopefully, um, you can find your boy at it's Ray Cash R E Y as in Mysterio C A S H as in dollars. Um, yeah, and uh, I have the itch to write. I want to write a Roman column. So nice. if I write it, it'll be up before the weekend is over. Good. Um, but yeah, so yeah, follow follow me and fo- look at my retweets because I don't tweet. <laughs> well speaking of writing I have been a busy boy the last five weeks doing a t- countdown of the top 10 cruiserweights and 205 lives now 100 episodes the latest one dropped yesterday thanks to Chad Matthews for letting me piggy bank off his banner so to speak um, if you want to know who they are I'm sure you've got an idea who they are check them out on lordsofpain.net with regards to the network you've got as you say Outsiders Edge ourselves Um Chris and James, James slash Jeremy, do Grown Men Watch This Shit? One Nation Radio with Rich and James and Keeping It Strong Style with Josh and Jeremy. You can get those podcasts and all the columns that we do at socialsuplex.com. You can also subscribe to these podcasts and columns with the subscribe button to go direct to your email. Leave us a five-star review on the podcast app of your choice. We are at Ricky and Clive on Twitter and Facebook. And with regards to Facebook, check out the Wrestling Squared Circle Facebook group where you can chat away to your heart's content about wrestling. I said I wouldn't do a joke. But, well, but go ahead and do a joke because it's, it's great. Matt Riddle's got a new finishing move. Oh, God. The Power Bong. Tumbleweed. Yeah. <laughs> Crickets, crickets. Crickets, crickets. I can't. I can't wait. To, I can't wait to get the tweets about this joke tomorrow. I know. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy evolution if you're going to watch it. And again, thoughts and prayers go out to the Anwai family. All right. He was soon, big dog. Yep. Speak to us next week. Take care, folks. Thank you for listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Podcast. We'll see you next time. See you next time.